Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Good morning, West Georgia. Welcome into the Morning Five podcast. Today is Friday, February 10th. And as always, it is brought to you by the Parian Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey. Life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Billy, today is National Cream Cheese Brownie Day. Hey. You you in for cream cheese brownies? You know what? I don't think I've ever had one, but I don't think I'd be opposed to a cream cheese brownie. Yeah, I think we've said before on the podcast, you're not a big fan of, of like frosting on cakes, right? Or am I wrong? I, I don't mind frosting. I'll, I'll lick it off. The, the only frosting I like is cream cheese frosting. It's the only, it's the only frosting, in my opinion, that is worth making or putting on top of anything. Um, so I'm not, I don't like brownies, but I would try a cream cheese brownie uh, just because I know how good cream cheese frosting is. And I have a lot of faith in cream cheese. Going to put a lot of faith in cream cheese here, step out on a limb and say that cream cheese brownies would be far superior to just a normal brownie so I, I i am in for trying cream cheese brownies not a big brownie fan but i know what cream cheese is bringing to the table when we talk about the dessert and the sugar portion of food so i'm, I'm gonna go and say yes i would try a cream cheese brownie not a brownie fan but i would try it okay that's not bad uh billy today also is welsh language music day what's your favorite welsh band I don't have one. I, I don't have one either. Lying. I would be lying if I knew what this was. Yeah, I don't. I don't either. Uh, and if anybody wants to hear one of the oddest, most messed up languages that exists in the entire world, uh, just go research the Welsh language. It is a very, very odd language. It's very pretty when you hear it spoken by native tongue speakers, uh, but it is a very, very odd language and in 90 percent of the words i'm pretty sure most people can't even come close to pronouncing it is a very very different language and actually uh wales holds the record for the longest town name in the entire world uh there is a town in wales and i think its name is like 38 letters long or something like that and it's like all vowel or all consonants there's like no vowels in it it's nuts uh by it did you really? Yeah. I, uh, I was going to say, you've been over to Wales, haven't you? Yeah, I have. It's It was interesting. Um, my my grandmother and I went when I was like 11, and I, I distinctly remember driving by that town and going, what is this? Now, what was the name of that town again, Billy? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> A lot of sheep in Wales. A lot of sheep in Wales. Uh, but it's very green. It is. It is. It's very green, very pretty. That's the, that's the one thing I noticed when I was over in the UK was just how green that place is. It's really nice. Well, a lot, a lot of green because it rains constantly over there 24-7. Um, but yeah, I, I've never been over to Wales. I, I'd like to get over there. That's where my ancestors are from. 
Uh, Billy, last night the Hawks beat the Suns. I thought the Suns traded for a bunch of people. Thought they were going to be good. Thought they were going to be NBA champions. Odds got better. Well, yeah. you know, a, a week goes by and it's the same old Suns. Uh, they they didn't have anybody playing last night. They traded for and the guys they traded out. They obviously weren't, weren't playing because they were traded away. So it was kind of a a short bench or yeah, a short bench for the Suns. But the Hawks take care of business. 116 to 107. Not quite the 30 point victory hit victory we had. A week ago, a little sloppy, but we got the job done, so that's all that really matters. Trey had an insane game last night, 36 points, 12 assists, 7 rebounds, 3 rebounds away from a triple-double. Uh, went 5 for 8 from 3, 10 for 8 from the field, and 11 for 12 at the charity stripe, and that's exactly the type of stuff you want to see from Trey Young. Uh, that is that is playoff Trey. That is the Trey we've sort of grown to know and love here in Atlanta. And if we want to make a push into the playoffs, we need more might, more nights like that from Trey. DeJounte Murray added in 19 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists. And John Collins, who is still with the Hawks, he's been on the trade bo- block perpetually for like the past five years. Uh, John Collins remains a Hawk after the trade deadline. He added in 16 points last night. Like I said, not the cleanest game we've had on the year but clean enough to get the win. Really, the reason we won last night, Billy, was because we dominated on the boards. Uh, Nika Okongwu and Clint Capella combined for 28 rebounds. The entire Suns roster had 32 as a team. You know, I, when when I hear that, the first thing that comes to my mind is that line from, um, uh, from Babe, that'll do, pig. That'll do. That'll, that'll do, pig. And actually, my uh, excuse me, they ended up with, the Suns ended up with 35 I tweeted that stat out last night with it was only like a minute and a half left in the game to go. So uh, they got three more. But uh, yeah, 35. The entire team of the Suns ended with 35 rebounds and Clinton OO ended with a combined 28. They completely shut down DeAndre Ayton last night. Ayton had 23 points, but their center, DeAndre Ayton, you know, number one draft pick overall, two rebounds. Two rebounds in the night. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it was. It was one of the most dominating paint performances I've seen out of the Hawks in a very, very long time. Defensively, you know, offensively, they got their numbers or, you know, both teams got their numbers inside the paint. But just defensively, the way Anyeka Okongwu and Clint Capella just completely shut it down. They have Clint Capella down here as one block and Anyeka Okongwu with one block. I, I would venture a guess if you go back and watch that game. There's at least three or four times that I think they probably should have been rewarded a block on the play. Uh, They they played really, really well last night. Uh, DeAndre Hunter kind of continued his poor shooting performance. One for five from the three point last night. Like to see that get that cleaned up. He's going to be our defensive wing, though, so I'm not terribly concerned about that. But I certainly would like to see uh, him pick up the slack if Trey has a night where he is off. Last night was certainly not one of them the trade deadline came and went billy without really any big fanfare from the hawks they did make a couple of moves uh the hawks are trading justin holiday and frank kaminsky to the houston rockets for garrison matthews and bruno fernando uh bruno fernando the past hawk and uh he was sort of bruno fernando when he was here was dubbed the victory cigar because when bruno you know when bruno fernando came into the game the game was well in hand and the hawks were winning that's a good moniker to have. Yeah, I'll take that for sure. Uh, and the Hawks also pick up Sadiq Bay uh, for, I believe, five second-round picks is what we traded. Uh, that's sort five of 
second round picks. Five second round picks. And that that was the currency of the day yesterday, Billy. Every single trade that we saw involved in the NBA always had second round picks. I mean, uh who somebody traded for Gary Payton the second for five second round picks, or like seven second round picks, like something like twenty something second round picks changed hands yesterday in the NBA on the on the trade deadline. Is what yeah. Is. It's nuts, man. Like I I don't know. I, I'm sort of I'm sort of in the camp of second round picks don't matter. Like nine times out of ten, the guys you draft in the second round of the NBA will never see your NBA roster. And if they do, it's like tenth, eleventh, twelfth man type stuff. So I don't mind getting rid of them. I don't know why anybody anybody would want them unless they think they can flip seven second round picks for one first which i'd be shocked if that happened i I don't i don't understand why second round picks have any any trade value whatsoever right but i think you know there's there's obviously some outliers there are some really outstanding players that were second round picks but at the same time most of them the the nba draft is such a freaking crapshoot it is it is yeah if you're not inside the top five you really have no idea what you're getting. It's it's unreal. So that's something that I don't know if it really mattered to the Hawks. Oh, the Hawks. I, I, I'm going to take this from Brad Rowland. He said it. The Hawks this morning are better than the Hawks were yesterday morning. So I will take that. Brad Rowland knows a lot more about the Hawks than I do. So I'm going to take that and I'm going to run with it. And hopefully he is spot on and the Hawks can make a run into the playoff position, not play-in position. Billy, we are only two days away from the Super Bowl kicking off. You got any final thoughts for you? We went through the offense and defense for the Eagles and Chiefs. Anything we didn't cover? Any final thoughts? How do you think this game is going to play out? Honestly, I think we we covered it over the last two days. I think a lot of this is going to be based on the, the offensive line on both sides of the ball. Um what the what the Philadelphia Eagles can do with that offensive line, with that run game, um, and also what's the defensive line for Philadelphia can do against the Kansas City offensive line. Those are going to be the biggest tests for me to see what happens on Sunday. I've I've got a bet coming up for our, our the lock of the week that I really pretty strong about that we'll get to later but it involves this so I'm I'm really interested to see what happens Jalen Hurts I think two now is going to come out and ball his just let's go let's be real especially after he got gypped last night um, he is he was supposed to be the NFL MVP and he did not get it last night. They gave it to Mahomes. I, I don't agree with that. I think Holmes, I think Jalen um, Hurt should have been it, but it is what it is. Yeah, I'm with you. I think it adds intrigue into this game, even more imp- intrigue than you need for a Super Bowl game uh, with, with Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes going at it for the MVP and Mahomes winning it over Hurts. I agree with you. I don't think Mahomes should have won it. It should have been uh, Jalen Hurts. And if Jalen Hurts hadn't got hurt there for a couple games stretch in the in the game or in the season, Hurts would have won this award. And it should have been it should have been Hurts regardless, even with the injury. So I, I'm with you in the same camp. It adds it just adds one more layer on top of this Super Bowl, one more story on top of this Super Bowl. It is going to be decided at the line of scrimmage, offensively and defensively. Uh, we've said a couple nights or a couple days ago. 
that the Eagles offensive line has a big advantage over the Chiefs defensive line. And I think the uh, Eagles defensive line has advantage over the Chiefs offensive line. Uh, that's one of my bets sort of later on in the podcast. But yeah, I, it, it, it should be a good back and forth game. I think it is going to be quite the high, high scoring affair. If you force me to take the over under, I would take the over on this. I believe right now it's uh, it, it's floating somewhere around the 55 and a half range somewhere around there yeah, so uh, I, I'm, I'm i would take the over 50 and a half 50 and a half yeah I, I think that's a pretty easy over i say that a lot in the in the nfl and the super bowls and they always end up being like 19 to 20 games or something something just crazy but yeah you know we've we've gone over the quarterbacks we've gone over the wide receivers we've gone over the offensive line i i am taking the eagles with the points give me give me eagles money line or excuse me not money line ATS give me Eagles ATS I think they come away with this and hey Booger McFarland said yesterday on the waste management open coverage that he thinks the Eagles are going to win by 10 or more points uh, on Sunday I I wouldn't go 10 or more points but it, it'd be interesting to see I, I think the Eagles win this pretty strong and and again a, a tease for uh, our locks of the week I've I, I've got something coming up too so yeah, oh, nice. ATS is, is pretty strong, um, at, especially at one and a half. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like, I like uh, the Eagles at one and a half. I don't know. Booger said ten, man. We gonna take Booger at ten? I'm not gonna go ten, but you'll see what I got. Would you bump it up to six and a six and a hook? Tease it up a little bit. I'll see what I got here. Short. I wonder what. I wonder what that be. I wonder what that would be. Uh, Billy, the all-region teams from the basketball high schools are rolling down. We got two more. Last night, Bremen and Central's all-region teams rolled in. In Region 6, 3A, we have a first-teamer, Mary House. No surprise there. The 1,000-point scorer has been the engine that has driven that Bremen girls basketball team all year long. Uh, second team, Marley Derringer, Shelby Underwood, and Cade Can't Miss Costanzo, all for the Bremen Blue Devils. An honorable mention, Danny Lynn Sheets and Jada Smith for the Bremen Blue Devils. I'm going to assume whoever made this list did not watch Jada Smith play a ton for Bremen because there's no reason she should not have been a first team uh, player with Mary House. Jada Smith was an absolute monster this year. Yes, she was. Um, and she- Shelby Underwood being a freshman getting second team honor or uh, freshman or sophomore getting second team honor. She's going to be a beast here in the coming years as well. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Derringer is a freshman. Derringer's a freshman. I think Shelby Underwood's a sophomore. Oh, Shelby Underwood's a freshman, too. They're both freshmen. Okay. Uh, and, and Marley Derringer, from what I heard, is going to go D1 in track. Her mother was a like an all-world high jumper. Yeah. That's uh, what I- and, and Marley Derringer, yeah. Marley Derringer is gonna, going to kind of go along those lines as her, as her mama, which doesn't surprise me. Uh, Casey and I both said when we first watched her play basketball, like, that lady can jump. Like, she is, she's got some springs in her feet. Um, in Region 7, 4A, Jay Harding, Max Young, and Isaiah West, all for Central, all make the all-region team. Congratulations to them. I'm not sure. Have you seen when Bremen's region tournament is starting, Billy? I was looking for it this morning, and I couldn't find it. Yes. Um, I saw on Twitter yesterday. Because I was looking for it on their Facebook account but I couldn't find anything. 
So I'm not sure when their region. I know Central's region champion or region tournament starts next week. Uh, we have some that are already going on and some that start tomorrow. But Central's is next week, and then Bremen's. I'm going to assume Bremen's is either starting this weekend or it'll be next week, sort of simultaneously, uh, with the Central Region yeah, Championship. I believe it's this weekend, but I can't remember off the top of my head. Okay. All right, Bryce. Let's get to the Marine South scoreboard from last night. Uh, a lot of red, and that sucks. Um, yeah. Uh, boys basketball in Mount Zion falls to Southwest Atlantic Christian, sixty-one to forty-three. Finishes their season um, in the region tournament. Um, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs at that point, um, unfortunately. Uh, in soccer last night, Mount Zion versus Harrelson County, we did more for either either game but Villarica has beaten uh Paulding County four to two Micah Alba had four goals are you really monster are you really surprised Micah Alba had four goals absolutely not absolutely not I was talking to the principal at my kid's school the other day and she was saying that as good as Micah Alba is at, at soccer her younger his younger brother uh is even better than he is so that is a that is a beast of a soccering family and uh michael micah alba one hell of a free safety as well yeah uh bremen falls to whitewater in lacrosse uh 17 to 2 for the girls and 13 to 4 with the boys and then uh hillgrove actually beats Carrollton girls 11 to 7 last night on those were, those, those were wet games those were three wet games that were played in the pouring down rain last night <laughs> non-stop last night yeah hard rain too on the Smith's floor covering games and events calendar for the weekend. Uh, and girls basketball tonight, Mount Zion versus Bowden, 6 p.m. You can hear that live on the Hometown Sports Radio Network tonight with me on the call. Uh, pumped about this game. I'm pumped to be back in Carroll County, honestly. Uh, Mays at Villarica is also at 6 tonight. Boys basketball, Mays at Villarica at 7.30. In baseball tonight, Mount Zion versus Douglas County at 555. Heard County versus Westminster at 555. Carrollton at South Paulding at 555. And Bremen at Harrelson County at 530. In in, uh, lacrosse, Carrollton boys will be facing off against McIntosh at McIntosh at 730 tonight. In soccer tonight, Mount Zion is at New Manchester. Girls will kick off at 530. Boys at 730. Temple will kick off. Uh, or Temple will play Pepperell in Pepperell. Girls will kick off at five. Boys at seven. Even though that says boys, girls, and girls. Um, where do you go, Bryce? Central <laughs> versus Fayette County. Uh, girls uh, kick off at six. Boys kick off at eight. And then Bremen at North Paulding. Girls will kick off at five thirty. Boys will kick off at seven thirty on Saturday. Uh, girls basketball Temple will face off against Heard County at 2.30. In boys basketball, Heard County will play Lamar County at 4, and then Temple will play Crawford County at 7. Baseball on Saturday, Mount Zion versus Chattahoochee County at 2, Chapel Hill at Bowden at 1. And in college basketball on Saturday, West Al is coming to UW, boys and girls, on Saturday afternoon. And that is your and I'm going to assume those oh. those baseball games on Saturday probably get either canceled or rescheduled, I think. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I think the uh, I think UW softball and baseball teams have already canceled or rescheduled their their weekend sets with whoever they were playing. Um, so I, I'm going to assume those are 
those are going to get going to get bunched back unless we can find a dome for these uh, these high school kids to play in. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, we need to really fix that. Hey, well, you know, Glenn Harding, hop on it. You know, get a dome out here for these high school teams to play in when it's uh, when it's raining. Yeah. Billy, ready for uh, ready for some soft earned dollars, man? You need some money this weekend? Yeah, let's do it. Let's have some fun with it. Let's hit it up. Incredible Pulp soft earned dollars segment. Uh, I did terrible last week. I lost all three of my bets. L- uh, luckily, Billy hit on. You went two for three last night or last week, right? Yep. Oh, nice. Billy is uh, Billy is keeping the Incredible Pulp soft earned dollars boat afloat. Uh, if it was up to me, we'd be sinking down just like the Titanic. But Billy is our life jacket. Hey, let's have some fun on the Super Bowl prop bets. I got some Super Bowl prop bets for you, Billy. Uh, tell me if you're interested in these or not. Uh, so we have the we have the normal one, the coin flip. Heads or tails, both are 103. Where are you putting your money on a coin flip? I'm always tails never fails, baby. Always. Bingo. Tails never fails. Yep. Thousand percent every single time. Both 103 minus 103. Opening kickoff touchback. Yes is a minus 137. No is a plus 111. That's an easy bet for me my opinion and it's the yes one minus 137 yeah i'm with you there it's as many touchbacks as we've seen in the nfl this year like that's that's definitely gonna happen right gonna kick uh, especially you know your opening kickoff it's gonna go back through the back of the end zone because you're just gonna be jacked up yeah yeah you're juiced up man yeah absolutely uh the game ends on a score agami yes is a 1500 plus 1500 no is a minus 10,000 i have no idea what this is what is a score? Oh, so a scoregami is a score that has never happened before in the history of the NFL. Do you think it'll end in a scoregami? Sorry, I did not hear you. For some reason, it cut out. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. A scoregami. A scoregami is when the ending score has never happened in the NFL ever. Oh, good one. Yeah. No, it's not happening. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think so. The last time it happened in the Super Bowl was the Seahawks versus the Broncos, uh, the 43-8 to eight victory. Um, I think there was only one score gami this year in the NFL. I think there was one score gami, but I don't remember when it was. Um, but yeah, yeah, so the uh, the score gami is when the score, the ending score has never happened in the NFL ever. Will an offensive line score, will an offensive lineman score a touchdown in the game? Yes is a plus 2,000, no is a minus 10,000. It's going to be no for me. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with you there. Uh, any field goal or PAT to hit the uprights or the crossbar? Yes is a four oh plus 405. No is a minus 590. You know, the value of the plus 405 ain't bad. That is exactly what I was thinking as well, man. Because hitting the uprights or the crossbar, like it, it's not that rare. Like it is, it is a little rare, but it's not that rare. And for a plus 405? You put a little soft turn dollars on that. Yeah. It's not bad. Pull, pull, Tim spot, you know, something like that. Uh, color of the Gatorade used in the victory, yellow, green, and lime is the leader at plus 150. Orange at a plus 280. Blue at a plus 350. Red, pink at a plus 650. Clear, water, and purple are both at a plus 1,000. There's so much value in some of these. <laughs> like the orange. That's that's what I was thinking. The, orange, the, the red pink, pink like the plus one thousand for the uh, the red pink too. Yeah, gee. Yeah, that's that that's where I'm going. If I had to put money on this, I would be plus six fifty on the red pink. 
Uh, because because red's my favorite Gatorade color. I would be putting plus one thousand on the clear of the water. I think that would be probably a better option too. That's a good that's a good bet. Yeah, just to have water dumped on them. Who do you think chooses the color of the Gatorade though? Like the like the trainer has to be in on this, right? Like I would there's I I would I would come up with some Gatorade color that's not even on this list. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I would I don't think there's a black Gatorade, but I would I would put the Gatorade in there and then put like black dye in it and make it black right. and just ruin everybody's bets. <laughs> uh, and the final prop bet for the Super Bowl this weekend, Billy Chris Stapleton national anthem over under one minute and fifty five seconds. I would think over. I will tell you, I have done some research on this and I've gone back 15 years and pulled out every single country music star that has ever sang the national anthem. Okay. Every single country music star that has sang the national anthem has all been over two minutes. There you go. And I, right there, bingo, 155. I would take the over. The big thing here for me, though, is Chris Stapleton going to play the guitar while he's singing the national anthem. Of course he is. Because if he's, if he's playing the guitar, that is the easiest money two minutes over in the history of national anthem prop bets. If he's playing the guitar, 1,000% hammer the over on that 155 uh, for the national of anthem. Of course so, he's doing over then. Yeah. So those are your fun Super Bowl prop bets for the weekend. Now let's get into our incredible pulp locks of the weekend i gotta make up some uh i gotta make up some money here gotta make up some room billy is pulling ahead right now i am at uh i'm eight seven sitting at 23 dollars billy is nine and six but he's sitting at 67 dollars about almost three times what i have done so here are my bets for the weekend and two of them are around the super bowl combined jersey number of all touchdown scorers I'm going to hit the over at 173 and a half. That is at a plus 126 right now. So you take the take the jersey number of the people who scored the touchdown, not the quarterback, and you add all of the jersey numbers up. And I think it's going to be over 173 and a half. I mean, if oh. you get two wide receivers with an 80 plus number, you're already at a 160. Yeah, something. but let me ask you a question. So let's just say Travis Kelsey has two tuds. Do you count 87 twice? I would assume so. Or is it just? Yeah. No, I, I, he gets at each individual touchdown gets the jersey number added to it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So like a, you know, like if a running back scores twice and it's twenty, if he scores twice, then it's a forty. Okay. So yeah, you add everything up. Uh, total sacks. I'm gonna hit the over on total sacks at five and a half. Uh, that is at a plus one twelve. Honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if the Philadelphia Eagles covered this by themselves. Um, that's just how good that Eagles front seven is. Do what? Five and a half for the game? Five and a half for the entire Holy game, crap, yeah. crap, that's good. That is a low number, yes. right? It, I, yeah, yeah. I thought it was a team total for, for a first, and I was, like, eh, I was like, I don't know, it seems high for a team total, but that is the, that is the total for the entire game, is a, is a five and a half. Um, and then I have Islam Makachev, winning by submission this weekend at a plus 150 in the UFC tomorrow night. Uh, Islam is one of Khabib Nurmagomedov's kind of pupils, uh, and he has only lost one fight, I believe, in his entire career, and almost every fight he wins is by submission. 
So I think Islam wins again tomorrow night by submission in the uh, in the UFC fights. So those are my locks of the week for this week, uh, sponsored by Incredible Pulp. All right, let me get to my locks. Let's. You talked about teasing up a number. Let's tease up my the Philadelphia or Eagles number to minus five and a half. Five I'll and take a half it. at a plus one sixty two. I think that's a pretty decent value for that. I'd take that. I, I would even I would even be ballsy enough to bump that up to six and a half. But yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on the five and a half for sure. Let me get a Jalen Hurts anytime Tud, and that is at plus one hundred. I was actually surprised, but it was a plus one hundred at this point. Um, I think he may end up uh, in the end zone. How many rushing uh, touchdowns does he have on the year? Do you know off the top of your head? Of my head, I don't know. No. Right. But uh, I think. Hurts may end up in the end zone for this. Um, I like it. A, I like it. A bootleg, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, just anything. Scramble, broken play, even a quarterback sneak in the one-two yard line. I like it. Any player to rush for 100 yards is a plus 310. I have a feeling, especially with the Eagles, this might happen. So let's go. You think it's one of those scenarios where the Eagles get up like two or three touchdowns early and they just try to burn the clock and run the run the game? Sure. Out? I mean, I, I think the Eagles okay. have the ability to run the clock regard or run the ball regardless. So we'll see how it works. That's true. Yeah, you're probably you're probably right. I like that. I like those picks, man. I I like the I like the Philadelphia minus five and a half. Uh, Jalen Hurts anytime Tud and any player to rush over 100 yards. I like those, man. Um, hopefully, hopefully we go six and zero, oh and uh, I make up for the the poo poo picks I had last week. Yeah, let's weekend. let's, make, let's <laughs> make some money for us, you know. Hey, we're over. We're almost over a hundred dollars. We're getting very close to being over a hundred combined dollars, uh, and we started off with thirty. So that's uh, take that, Vegas. We'll take it. Yeah, uh, let's get to another cup of coffee, Billy. You, need, you, you thirsty? Uh, you need some, need some more caffeine this definitely morning. Definitely need some caffeine. Holy crap! <laughs> another cup of coffee brought to you by Realtor Hannah Strong. With Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group, Temple Middle School beats Villarica Middle School last night, fifty-six to forty-five, for the middle school basketball championship. And this is the boys' side of things. Yes, this is the boys' side awesome. of things. Congratulations to Temple. That's that's huge. Yep. Um, uh, Corey Nix's son on that team, Mister Hudson Nix. Right. So, yeah, holding that trophy. Cool trophies, man. We never got middle school basketball trophies that looked that cool. Yeah. Uh, theirs looked really neat last night. It almost looked like a uh, World Cup trophy. That was neat. And the Heard County Lady Braves are the 2023 West Georgia Middle School 2A champions. They won their champ, their region championship, or they won their middle school championship last that's night. That's awesome. So we get two championships here within the in a night. That's that's amazing. And hopefully we'll continue that. Um, we should have some region champs coming up this weekend, um, considering that. I think we have a really good shot of having a local team win a, at least multiple region champions. Yeah, I, I do too. I, th- I think Herd or Temple will win the region championship in boys. Um, and then I think either one of those, whoever wins the girls game tomorrow night between Herd and Temple has a really good shot at winning the girls championship. And then Central should win their region championship as well up in Rome next week. So yeah, I think we're going to have multiple region champions for sure uh, over here. And then Mount Zion... Yeah. I was about to say, Mount Zion girls are, should should win their region as well. Um, umpire training session Sunday at 2 p.m. at the Harrelson County Rec Department. This comes from our good friend, Coach Jetmore. 
He is getting all of his umpires raring and ready to go for the rec season. 2 p.m. Sunday at the Harrelson County Recreation Department. If anybody is interested in umpiring recreational baseball this year, rain or shine. And coach said he promises to have everybody out of there in plenty of time to get home to watch. That'll be a cold, cold, rainy day. Holy. Yeah. Yeah. The weather is not looking fantastic over the next couple of days here in West Georgia. Uh, the Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes wins his second career NFL MVP, Billy, and we've sort of said our thoughts on this. Neither one of us believe that he should have won the MVP, should have been Jalen Hurts. Just adds fuel to the fire for the Super Bowl. Just one more layer, one more story to talk about yep. this week. That's why I added the Jalen Hurts anytime Tud. honestly. <laughs> just, just he gets in there and just, yeah, I like it. I like it. Uh, Rondé Barber, Darrell Rivas, DeMarcus Ware lead a defensive-centric Pro Bowl Hall of Fame Love class. It. it was. <clears throat> I saw this this morning and I was really, really happy with it. So, good deal. Uh, another note. Another notable name that goes in is Joe Thomas, left tackle for the Browns for from 07 to 17. One of the best left tackles I think in the in, in the history of the Absolutely NFL. Absolutely, he was. Honestly. In, in my opinion, he's second behind Orlando Pace. Uh, Joe Thomas was an absolute monster. Uh, Oklahoma and Texas agreed to exit the Big 12 Conference after the 23-24 season. Uh, I believe they will have to pay somewhere around $100 million for the early exit, but they did get the early exit okayed by the Big 12. Yeah, that, I mean, that makes sense. So, <clears throat> so welcome, welcome to the SEC where you will be irrelevant. Uh, and Brett Favre sues Shannon Sharp, Pat McAfee, and the auditor for defamation. I cannot wait to hear what Pat McAfee's thoughts are on this uh, today from Radio yeah. Row in yeah. the yeah, Super Bowl. That's going to be interesting. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I can't wait because he is not going to pull punches. That guy is going to state his mind. Uh, I, I can't wait. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's him or like Boston Connor and Tone Diggs that I can't wait for. Well, who's the one that always has uh, is the the one that mocks Brett Favre? Is it um? Is it's in the uh? It's, it's Boston and Tone. Yeah, there's one that does like mocks him pretty hardcore in the back. It's uh the guy who does. Oh, is that Zito? It's the one that does the hockey uh, podcast. Hockey talk, yeah, I think that's Z- uh, it's either Zito or uh, uh, Foxy. It's not either one of those. Who's the other guy? Ah, uh, anyway, yeah, yeah, forget it. We're good. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, and today in 1969, LSU's Pete Maravich scores 66 points. Despite losing to Tulane 101 to 94, Pete Maravich was one of the most fun basketball players that i've ever got to see on on tapes obviously um hawks legend has his number retired as an atlanta hawks and he was exciting to see can you imagine scoring 66 points and still no. losing no. especially in no. college God. that'd be infuriating <laughs> you got anything else to add today, no, man? Uh, just patience is what i'm gonna ask for um bryce is gonna be out monday through wednesday next week and I'm not as quick on getting the podcast out, so you're just going to have to be patient with me. I will get the podcast out. I just won't be as quick. I'm going to try. 
And don't don't forget this weekend, Billy has the call tonight for Mount Zion versus Bowden girls game. And then I will be on the call tomorrow, essentially all day long. Uh, 2.30 p.m., the girls' temple versus herd kicks off. And then I will be live until probably somewhere around 10 o'clock that night out in temple. We'll have a short break in between the herd county lamar county game and the temple county crawford county temple county temple versus crawford county game um there's one girls game in between that but essentially from 2 30 until about 10 o'clock tomorrow night i will be live from temple and hometown sports media networks uh high school basketball yeah, coverage we're, we're gonna have you covered this weekend and i think casey uh, bass will have you covered on monday for the uh, mount zion championship yeah, game so yeah uh, and then, and then next week, I'm trying to set stuff in motion to go up to Rome to cover the Central Boys and Girls games on Thursday night. So um, we'll see, we'll see how that goes next week. But we'll let you know on the morning five updates next week where and when we will be broadcasting for Billy Lindall. I am Bryce Sparling. We will see all Monday, same time, same place. Shake your neighbors, just shake them, shake your neighbors.